0: Hello, Magic Seekers, and welcome to It Turns Out She's a Witch. We're your hosts, Laura and Shannon, and, and welcome, welcome to, to our, our podcast cover.
1: Turns out Shizuich begins today by acknowledging the Dark and Jung people, traditional custodians of the land on which we record the podcast today, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. We extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Hi, Shannon. Hello, Laura. <laughs> we are back. Season four, episode one. I know. Crazy. Yep.
0: Yeah, took us a wee bit to just get settled and... It did. We've we've had a little break, which has been lovely and Christmas and Mm -hmm. New Year and our summer holidays here and... School holidays and other things. Lots of other things, which we are going to touch on today. So today is just a bit of a welcome back everybody episode and catching up on what's been going on. Yeah. Sharing. Yes. It's
1: good. It Um, is good. We're managing to record in real life, not over Zoom. So I know. Hopefully the recording quality is a little bit better because of that. Yes, true. Uh, There is a bit of a note on that too, though, is that it's still school holidays. (laughs) So I've got two children (laughs) next door looking
0: after the two dogs. So let's see how we go. Ah, look. It is what it is. Life is an adventure. It is. <laughs> and children and dogs can be noisy at times, so that's all yep. good. Yes. Yeah. So that's where we're at mm. in respect to that. Yeah. And I thought before we kind of get into this episode, I would touch on the fact that the Wheel of the Year is turning tomorrow. Yeah. And it is going to Lamas for us here in the Southern Hemisphere, which is also known as Lunasa. And it's the first harvest festival of the year. And the main themes are giving thanks for all that we have received over the summer and reaping what we have sown. Mm. And then for our cousins in the north, the wheel is turning to Imolk. And that is a cross-quarter festival um, of growth and preparing the body and spirit for the new life of spring to come. Mm. So over the past three seasons, we have covered each Sabbath twice. (laughs) So I don't want to repeat myself this season. So we're, yeah, we're going to mention it when they come around, when they roll around. But, um, you know, for those of you that are new to the podcast, please go back through our catalogue and have a listen. And there's lots to learn about with all the themes and the suggested rituals and the celebrations and deities and
1: all of the things. All of the things, the the inspiration for mixing up what you can put on your altar, you've done such a beautiful job at doing all of that and all that content is there. And I'm pretty sure that the podcast titles are labelled as such, so they'll be easy to find for those who are delving further into it, perhaps for the
0: first time, they're all there and easily found if you just scroll back through the episodes. Yep, absolutely. And, um, you know, if anyone ever does have any questions, we're always open to chat on our Instagram, um, yep, just inbox us, yep. and we're more than happy to, yeah, to answer anything you may need to know.
1: Yeah, and share, you know, share with us what you're doing on each.
0: Mm, I always love seeing photos of everyone's altars yep. and, and just different little rituals. And, yeah, yep. yeah, it's yeah. always nice to share that around 100%. So yep, hit us up with your photos tomorrow and mm-hmm. um, yeah, let us know how you're celebrating. It's happening. It is. <laughs> and another thing I wanted to touch on too is the welcome to country at the start of each episode. Um, and we just feel it's super important to honour the land that we live upon and thrive upon and the original custodians. Um, so we thought we'd just bring it to attention because we do have lots of overseas listeners who mm-hmm. may not, um, you know, understand completely what a welcome to country or acknowledgement of country is. And um, yeah, so we thought we'd just, you know, straight off the bat get into this. And we, you know, we've been meaning to do this for a long time. Um, we have. Yeah. So I'm actually, I'll apologise that we haven't done it before now, but, you know, Better late than never. Yeah, and following through
1: on what we've wanted to do in a meaningful way as well. Um, I've listened to lots of podcasts who have it pre-recorded on every episode, which is great because the message is there. But you and I both decided that we would want to sort of even, you know, breathe more meaning into that by recording it live and really feeling into those words each and every time that we say them. Mm. because that, you know, that intention is so powerful and and that is the whole point and purpose. That's how I feel about it anyway. So that's why I I really enjoy being able to read it out each and every episode rather than,
0: you know, laying it over the top. Yep. Mm. I totally one million percent. (laughs) Agree. And I guess another good thing um, to mention is a welcomed country is – is performed by an Indigenous person
1: yes. and
0: an acknowledgement of country is by someone who is non-Indigenous, which yep. we are not Indigenous. That's so, right. Yeah. Um, she- so that's the main difference. Yep. And um, I have a beautiful friend, uh, Nerida Blair, also known affectionately as Ned, <laughs> and she is the author of Privileging Australian Indigenous Knowledge, Sweet Potatoes, Spiders, Waterlilies and Brick Walls quite a long title of the book. (laughs) But um, Ned has spent three decades working in universities in New South Wales and Victoria and over one decade in the public service in Canberra, uh, Department of Education, Department of Foreign Affairs and with the Human Rights and Equal Opportunity Commission in Sydney. So she's an amazing, amazing woman, um, local to us here on the Central Coast, so we're super blessed to have her so close by. And I met her at a women's retreat three years ago in Byron Bay, and we instantly clicked and hit it off. Mm. And my husband, Boo, and I used to attend her yarn nights um, at her home pre-COVID, and we learned so much from her. So she would hold yarn nights so that non-Indigenous folks could go and ask the questions, you know, ask any burning questions if you just didn't know what was culturally, you know, acceptable or, you know, things you thought you couldn't ask, you know, yep. might be offensive or just yep. things that you wanted to know. And, and don't know where to go to find the answer. Yeah, yeah. So she was just so, has always been so generous, um, wow. yeah, with her knowledge and, and education, educating about her culture. Um, which is just so important because I think th- as Australians, we don't get taught enough at school. Um, there's as-
1: history and there's the history that you learn at school and the two are very different. Oh,
0: in crazy different, yeah. yes. So anyway, yesterday, uh, which we will talk about, I had a little um, blessing ceremony in my new studio space and Ned was there. He was there. And she gifted me a little booklet um, for the studio and it's called Darking Jung Community Standing Strong. And she said it's just to bring that Darking Jung energy into the space. So I've got that actually sitting in the altar and I'm super proud to have it there. Mm. So I thought I would just read a little bit from the book um, just to acknowledge what country is. So country with a capital C, and this is something I learned about From Ned as well, when we're talking about um, country, it's not like country as in Australia, it is country as in the country you're standing on and the mob associated with that and Mm -hmm. the traditions and the culture. So country is central to any Indigenous history. In Darkingjung country, there are over 5,000 registered sites with sites being found every day as a result of fires, excavation, building and clearing of country. This is an incredibly dense and rich geographical area that does indicate many people lived with this country pre-invasion. Country, with a capital C, for Aboriginal peoples is a nourishing terrain, a place that gives and receives life. Country is not something that is just imagined or represented, it is lived in and lived with. Country is a living entity with a yesterday, today and tomorrow. Aboriginal peoples talk about country the way they would talk about a person, They speak to country, sing to country, visit country, worry about country, feel sorry for country and long for country. People say country knows, hears, smells, takes notice, takes care, is sorry or happy. Country could not be bought or sold. Country has a spirit. People are guardians of that spirit. The impact and relationship people have to country and country has to country is very important. Particular places are marked and understood through relationships. Our relationship to each other, our relationships to the parts of country and our dreaming ties. They are not marked by signposts which have writing on them. Places are not simply out there. Places are experienced through relationships with the original ancestors. Aboriginal people believe we have direct and personal links with parts of the country around us. Our law tells us about this connection the connection to country gives us sensual proof of the truth of Aboriginal law. We can see it, we can touch it, we can feel it. Elders have the authority to share this knowledge, to pass it on. Particular places become storytellers. Instead of the story being told in books, it was told through rocks and trees and all parts of nature. We can learn a lot from listening and looking at places around us. Darkinjung country is traversed by creeks, bounded by rivers a lake and ocean. It is sandstone with hills and cedar trees. It is difficult terrain. Land and waters are the essence of our culture. The images shown in this publication show what Dakingzhong country looks like today. Visually remove the buildings and look into the country itself. You'll begin to understand the significance of this story. So that's just a little bit out of this um, beautiful booklet, um, which I'm very honoured to have. So thank you, Ned. And yeah, I just hope that gives our listeners a little insight um, into why we are doing the acknowledgements at the start of every episode, because we are so honoured to live and work on this land. We really are. Yeah. It's such a beautiful, beautiful area and truly rich in an incredible amount of um, sacred sites too here. And yeah. Yeah. So much to learn. There really is so much.
1: Yeah. Thank you. That was beautiful. And thanks, Ned. Thank you, Ned. We love you. Yeah. And I got to meet her for the first time yesterday and uh, she truly is luminescent. Just a beautiful person that just radiates that, such a lightness,
0: Mm, truly.
1: And she had some beautiful words to say about you too, which were Echoed by everybody, but she couldn't, she was the best person to
0: say that. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, yeah, I guess we should talk about the new studio blessing. <laughs> so everyone knows what we're talking we about.
1: So have a little talk about the lead up to it. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: Not three years. Worth. No,
0: no. So, yeah, pretty much my whole summer has been working with Boo to get this space opened, which um, I'm very happy to report. The first Pottery Workshop is this Saturday, the 4th of February and the first uh, Full Moon Sister Circle is on Sunday, the 5th. So I'm super excited. So for any of our listeners that are local, please jump on the website and book in and come and be in the space because it's truly magic and I'm I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) And I felt to mark... The occasion and also the energy of the space, uh, I gathered a beautiful bunch of women who have all had links to my spiritual growth Mm -hmm. and the growth of Asha Moon and what I do and the work that I do in the world. And it was just so beautiful to see those threads all come together because a lot of you didn't know each other. You were from really different areas of my life. It's like I've gathered all these beautiful friendships along the way, yeah. And um, so to have everyone, there was 11 of you all in the same room at the same time uh, was just truly humbling and such an honour. And, um, yeah, so basically we all gathered in circle to bless the space And to set intentions for the space and, um, you know, for everyone that's going to walk into the studio so that they can feel that um, energy. And it was just really important uh, for me to do. So I'm truly grateful for the experience I had yesterday. It was um, truly profound and powerful and Mm. a really beautiful start for the studio. It was super, super special.
1: And it was even beautiful that... um You acknowledged everyone sitting there at at the very start, which was, yeah, there was um, teary, (laughs) it was beautiful, Um, but then there was also some, you know, people that couldn't make it as well, and they were very much felt their presence was there as well, so. They were, yeah. 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 You had a a little virtual, your best friend's
0: there. Yes. joined in in spirit. (laughs) She did. She did. She gifted me some beautiful earrings um, at Christmas. I wore those and I spoke to her that morning and then she was going to light a candle at the time we were doing the the ceremony. And, you know, we're in a room full of very intuitive people. And one of um, the women there, Jade, could feel Sarah's presence during the, the ritual and she wasn't aware of you know what Sarah and I had <laughs> spoken sure. about that morning, so it was really, it was very cool afterwards. Because Jade was like, I felt Sarah here, yeah. like I felt her energy sitting right next to me, and so yeah, that was pretty she cool. She was there. She was there. She and was she there. was blessing that space over Christmas time or New Year's time. Yes. In so. <laughs> yeah. Well, she came and stayed because she lives up at um, Mullumbimby now, and um, yeah, she came and stayed in the studio for a week, like while we were kind of, you know, it was. Not completed yet, but it was a finished space for the bathroom. So she, um, (laughs) we had a blot bed in there and she camped out in there for a week. So I feel like she had already imbued her beautiful energy into there. She was there first. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it.
0: So, yeah, that's where we're at with the studio. So, um, oh, it's been the biggest birthing process, but it felt right to be with all of you women yesterday. Um birthing the next phase of it yeah
1: and I love the whole intention behind not only gathering everyone there but you're so intentional with the talking stick um and how you know everyone had the opportunity to hold that and really sort of infuse that with our own um great intentions for the people for the space for you everything in the future and what's happening now in that area as well so it's um Yeah, we passed that around and you had your divine tools um, out there soaking in the goodness and we all got to write something special for the jar, which will be planted, as you explain.
0: Yeah, so I had a a beautiful big spell jar um, that I got all the women to write an intention um, for the collective, for Mm -hmm. everyone that comes into that that space. And that will be buried underneath um, a beautiful ash tree that we have. We're not quite ready to plant it yet because yeah. the property still has a lot of um, earthworks going on at the minute, but um, it's sitting there on good the altar, time. and yeah. it's got so much good juju in it, sure does. Oh, yeah, I don't I kind of don't want to bury it. <laughs> but I
1: will. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going to bring that up or not or if now was the time to talk about all of this because I know you're very prepared with what we're going to talk about and you've got a beautiful run sheet in front of you. I just wanted to
0: bring that up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, I'm more than happy to share. So.
1: Yeah, because we also had the opportunity to make our own little jar to take home with us as well and I think that's just... You just think of everything it's so thoughtful. So you gave back so much in that. and You know, we have a beautiful garnet bracelet that we could take home and a card from your Oracle deck and our own little jar of uh, intention for this year with crystals and everything in it, our own little spell jar. And, you know, it was just so well thought out. And when when I picture that space that you've created and your house and your property and everything, it's just gridded. And protected mm. and infused for everything, like so supportive of everyone that that enters that space. And it's a real sort of transformational zone that you know you go in one way and you're coming out a different way. And it's what you need, but you're held while you're there.
0: I love that. Yeah. yeah so beautiful.
1: no, thank, yeah, it's just oh, it just gives me chills. <laughs> it. It's just like super exciting and just. Um, being able to witness it um, along the way has is truly, truly an honour. So
0: thanks for putting
1: up with me going.
0: What are we doing? What are we doing? Oh my gosh, you have been such <laughs> a happening? help. Well, that was another thing during the holidays. Laura here came over and washed crystals with me for oh, was, four hours solid. <laughs> it, was so good. it was the best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> because my old studio was literally like a shed, and we had a dirt driveway, so. You know, I'd been in there for three years and there was a lot of caked on dust on those poor little crystals. So they all got a lovely bath and I lots did. of love and they're yeah. all sparkly now and yeah. back in the studio. So, Oh,
1: your shop's amazing too.
0: Yeah, I could get
1: lost in there. Are you going to talk about that too? Sorry. <laughs> no, no,
0: it's all good. Well, yeah, the studio has a little shop at the, at the shop front. front. It yeah. does, yeah. yes, for not just my pottery, but lots of other witchy goodness and yeah bits and pieces and yeah
1: and the artwork by Sarah I know it's featured a lot on the you know Instagram handles and stuff but seriously it's insane
0: it's beautiful so there, the big mural on the wall and Sarah is going to be teaching watercolor and acrylic classes in March so I'm super excited Mm. for that to start too because she's just such a beautiful soul and um yeah, she was there yesterday she, too. Yeah, so
1: finally got to meet her. She's a pocket yeah.
0: rocket. Oh, she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's the the studio, and um, I do have to say a massive heartfelt deep gratitude for my husband. He's been unbelievable uh, getting everything ready. It's yeah, it's, yeah, it's been a huge task, and um, you know, just before we held that blessing circle, you know, he he was doing. Pretty much fourteen hour days, yeah. <laughs> just trying to finish things. So that yeah. um, we got there in the end. So we did it.
1: You sure did. We'd been moving the earth mounds around. It looked different from when I'd been there. The driveway was in, and yeah, and this man had both legs sawn. Yeah, like, six just months just ago. A few, <laughs> yeah, just a few months ago. It's incredible. You yeah. both are so committed to your joined projects, but to each other, and it's just it's so nice. It's so nice to witness that and, you know,
0: just see it all happening now. Yeah, that is the big thing. I think we felt so, I think a lot of people did um, over the last couple of years, very stuck, like things just weren't moving ahead, where I feel this year is, it's time, it's time. Yeah, everyone's cooked. (laughs) Yeah, it's been huge for the collective. I think just COVID and
1: everything, it's
0: been traumatic for a lot of people, Um, you know, the last two years and so many things have shifted in the world and um, energetically and I think this year is the time now to gather again as communities and and that's my hope. Yep,
1: shifting in a new way, in a different path, in a way forward that isn't the same as what it was. It's Mm. a new normal that we're beginning to co create really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Mm. Now, um, I thought we would touch on, turns out she's psychic pause.
1: Yes, it is paused for those of you who might listen um, to it. Mm -hmm. So that's our sister podcast. Yes. And on Instagram, we put up a little notice at the end of last year that we're pushing pause on that while Tracy and I are busy doing other things. We haven't said goodbye forever. Mm -hmm. Um, We're both still keen to get back to it. And it was just yesterday when I saw Trace that she said, I keep thinking, you know, going about your day as you do. You're always mindful of the you know, projects you've got going on. This will be good for that or that'll be good for that. She's like, I keep thinking of these things at the time and that'll be good to discuss um so we're very much keen to get back to it we don't know when that will be Mm. hopefully later on in the year but um yeah we thank everybody for their support very much and it's just um at a hiatus and if you have (laughs) questions keep them coming in (laughs) i'll compile them yeah
0: yeah yeah it'll happen these will be back
1: yes that's right and tracy's still working within her company sync Sync Incorporated. So if anybody um, is new to the podcast, either podcast, I'll put a link in our show notes to that so you can see what that's all about as well. Mm. So she's over there. She works fairly closely with some other people um, these days. So you can head over there if you want to see what she's up to or listen to us and we'll give you Tracy updates. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so we're still very much, you know, have an intention to come back whenever things slow down a little bit and we can figure out a regular recording schedule, mm. you know, all of the logistics.
0: Yeah, when but the yeah. timing is right, it will happen.
1: Yeah, I think so too, mm. yeah. And, you know, we've done four seasons and I think with a show like that, you know, you can cover, oh, cool, psychic medium, what does that mean? What does, you know, what does it look like? So we've done a lot of those podcasts and and I know in, especially in our first season, I'd start every episode with a million questions and then probably the second and the third season. We tended to revisit a lot of the original episodes because there was so much info and we broke down things a lot more mm. and a lot further. And um, and that element was really good to talk about all those things. And then we threw in, you know, uh, turns out it's haunted for a while. Yeah, that's right. Which yeah. um, grew from our ghost stories that we had coming in and Tracy's. Uh, high interest in all things morbidly <laughs> gruesome or haunted, you know, serial killers and trapped entities and portals to hell. Portals to hell and <laughs> it was a lot of fun, more so for Tracy than me. <laughs> <laughs> But really cool. And I think um, not too far into the piece we realised we've bitten off a lot here. Uh, so we dialed back on, taunt, turns out it's haunted. Even though we still love the stuff, it's like where do you find time for this? Well, I think at one point she was doing the three podcasts. Was, yeah. so I was when like, like how? which first started up. Yeah. Right, you yep. and, her. and it was haunted and it was all done sort of in one afternoon, evening after she'd worked the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So It's a lot a lot of content
0: to come up with as well it is
1: yeah the time Mm. the content everything I think and um, you know my job's got a little bit busier as has hers she's started sync incorporating in that time as well so yeah it's just um, lots of things that are happening and we'll gladly join the podcast train again when um, when we have a little bit bit of breathing space and a little bit more presence to make it fun again. yeah. um but certainly I envision ending each episode with either a question or a ghost story still yeah. and, that, and that sort of thing so yeah watch this space but we'll definitely keep you updated and yeah mm-hmm. we love the turns out she's psychic community so yeah hopefully um if not all the listeners have always listened to this since it's beginning as well now's a good opportunity to come on
0: board <laughs> yes yeah definitely and um what else have we got to chat about today i think i think we kind of covered it this was kind of just like an updaty catch back we do have some amazing guests lined up as well mm-hmm. uh we pre-recorded one during Mercury <laughs> retrograde which probably was a stupid idea we did okay we did do okay and the think- technology was okay yeah. it was more me I was like so scattered that day and oh that was funny actually. you'll giggle next week because I don't think you'll edit it out was me telling you no it's season three oh. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. And then right at the end I was like, oh, yeah. oh it's season four. <laughs> I don't even know what season it is. I know. Um, well, we hadn't officially started the season to be fair. That funny. is true. That <laughs> is true. But, um, yeah, we had a beautiful conversation um, that you can tune into next week. It is a repeat guest from one of the ladies from Womancraft, just as a yep. little Minecraft hint. Publishing. Um And, yeah, it's always such a pleasure to speak with yeah. this particular witchy person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, tune in next week for that. Uh, Another thing I was going to touch on uh, was Hestia, the goddess Hestia. Yes. So I haven't really known too much about, like I've I've heard of her, but I haven't worked with her at all and, yeah, Mm. you know, that kind of situation, but I got gifted a beautiful oracle deck um, from my dear Sarah at oh, Christmas. This is
1: Sarah's episode. I know,
0: right? I She's going to have to Sarah. tune in. <laughs> uh, so it's the Divine Feminine Oracle by Megan Waterson, and it is gorgeous. It's like packed with all of these different goddesses and uh, I loved it the moment she gave it to me and I started using it at Christmas, just like once a week I'll pull a card and the last three to four weeks, like before opening the studio, I keep getting hestier, like Ooh. over and over and over again, like to the point now it's gotten kind of funny. Like I will put her back in the deck, I'll tap it three times, shuffle and it will fly out. Amazing. Or and I'm just like, how? And like, yeah, it spins, t- 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 spins t- me out. T- <laughs> So now I actually have kept the card out. I've got her on my altar. I light a candle in front of her and um, I thought I'd read out her meaning because it might resonate with other people out there. I'm curious now. I want to know more. (laughs) (laughs) So it is a beautiful um, card as well. I will post a picture of it onto our Instagram. So Hestia, no matter where I am, I am home is the, the meaning of the card. The most sacred sanctuary is found within me. Hestia created the concept of sanctuary. It's considered a sacred obligation to shelter and protect those in need. She wants us to seek those situations that allow us to feel a sense of being home, or she wants us to create that form of sanctuary for someone else. Of all the wild and crazy adventurous Greek gods and goddesses, Hestia is the most drama free. Mm. I love her already. Mm -hmm. She's the one who can be counted on and one who fosters community and provides the stability of food and warmth and shelter when all else is coming undone. She is your grandmother goddess. She is the energy that whispers for you to just get cosy. Hestia wants you to let kindness pervade your thoughts. She wants you to light a small fire in the centre of yourself and feel safe in calling your body home. She wants you to be able to seek sanctuary within. She wants you to come home to yourself and to give yourself the love that you effortlessly offer others. Hestia is the call to become the calm harbour for your beautiful soul to thrive. Wow. So she's um, the goddess of the half. Mm-hmm. Yes, so the sacred fire. So traditionally um, they would light, like any new home, they would go to, um, there'd be like a, a fire burning in the community space Mm. and they would take a flame from that and then light a new fire in a new home with the flame from Hestia. Beautiful. Mm. So, yeah, I just thought it was really weird because at the time, um, you know, I was doing all the stuff for the studio, so that's all I could think was it was about that, about me creating that space and that's been my intention to create this safe community Absolutely. Space that is really warm and inviting and comfortable and, yeah, so I just kept getting her. I was like, oh, okay, maybe you're working with me.
1: (laughs) It's beautiful validation for the space and also when it's reflected back at you to create that within yourself. Yes, yeah. That's what I kept hearing when you were reading it out was that beautiful, especially uh, feminine thing that it's within. Yeah, isn't it? absolutely but how hard is that to understand on one level but to live it and to keep returning to that intention and that reminder that that's there i think mm. that's a, it's a lifelong practice really for me i'm speaking about but
0: yep maybe for many ah oh, that's why i thought i would Beautiful. i would share it and i know during the holidays um you know things can be really upside down, Heckers. topsy-turvy. No one knows what day <laughs> yeah. it is. And you eat way too much cheese. You're basically just cheese. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we can go, Hestia, help me, Richard. Help me. Yourself.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I know like myself during this time where, you know, I kept getting this card, um, I was feeling really uncertain. Like it's been a really okay. big thing for me to open this space has been Plenty of times I've been super full of doubt, like, oh, what the fucking hell am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Basically, like when we've had some setbacks, we had setbacks with the weather again, yeah. um, you know, with the driveway being completed and just, you know, things kind of felt, you know, one step forward, two steps back sometimes. And I'm like, I should have just been a secretary. <laughs> <That> <laughs> Got it. <was so> a-
1: <laughs> you actually said that yesterday and I, everyone just erupted with laughter.
0: Yeah. Can't even picture that. Oh, it was funny. I'd actually had a, a, a whinge to my mum in the days leading up, and I'd mentioned that to her too. I was like, why couldn't I have just chosen a normal career path? <laughs> and she's like, Shannon, you would have been miserable. Like, you couldn't have done that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I know, but.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. But at the same time, I guess when you take a path that's not considered normal, it yeah. sometimes feels like you are a bit on your own and you don't really know what you're doing. Well, and, absolutely, you are, because, yeah.
1: oh, you know, Forging your own path Which for others, Which is scary
0: and exciting and exhilarating and terrifying There's all no at the same time. <laughs> how-to book there either, so. Yeah. Yeah, so I felt like the message from Hestia was, yeah, yeah come back within, come back yep. within and, and to find that calm home. and that yeah. peace. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I love that.
1: So much to say on it too. It's, um, but listening to you talk, it's like all sort of, Washing around and then you just say it in like one sentence. (laughs) But then also knowing you, literally only really knowing you for the last two, three years. I don't know how long it's been. Yeah, I think so, yeah. In this time, I didn't know the Shannon beforehand um and when you're like what the hell am I doing I'm so unsure what the hell am I doing I'm like this makes so much sense for the <laughs> Shannon I know like when you say you know I was questioning and I'm like really because this is what this is what I see but I haven't seen any any other version yeah really so it's interesting to hear you say that and I was like wow but you know when people do grow and they are you know you are forging your own creation your own path forward yeah some days we do have times when we're like, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Mm-hmm. That's what so does this true. even look like? So, but like, you are a creator, you know. You're a visionary that's doing this because you feel called to. Yeah. And you go it. out and seek the different offerings. Like you've done your sister circle training. You've done all kinds of other areas of study. Your photography, like everything's led up to where you are now. It's incredible.
0: Just follow the breadcrumbs. Yeah, yeah. And I guess my moral of the story is for anyone out there listening. Uh, yeah, most people don't know what they're doing and don't have it all figured out, and I don't think we ever do. I have days. I have mm. days where I wake up and think, yeah, <laughs> I think, woo, I've got this, and I know exactly what I'm doing. But then other days, eagle I'm like, days. <laughs> I do not feel like a powerful eagle. I feel like an exhausted pigeon. No, yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, that's, and that's it's a thing. That's. The path of witchcraft as well is some days Mm -hmm. you're on fire, other days you're in a little crumpled ball on the floor and that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, It's, it's the cycles and, you know, acknowledging that it's,
1: you know, two sides of the same coin. You can't have one without the other. No. And it's acknowledging where you're at and just having enough insight and compassion for yourself and others, if you can see it in others, but for yourself to go, oh, this is what's happening, okay, yep. how can I support myself through this time
0: mm. rather
1: than wishing I was at a different place or wishing I could cope better or, you know, all of those things that we're so good at doing. Oh, nice but I think that. it's a generational thing as well, um, you know, the way we're bringing our kids up. Well, I know for me is hopefully with a bit more self-awareness as to, A bit more introspection. You know, why are you doing what you're doing, and how can you be more in touch with what you're feeling and how you're exhibiting that, and Mm. and that sort of thing. Whereas, and that's something that we've learned. We've had the privilege of growing up in a community where we've been afforded the freedom to discover these things about ourselves. And not everyone does have that freedom to be so self, you know, discovering. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, Um, yeah. Because that is, it does come with privilege to be able to figure out what do I really want and what's Mm. my true purpose and how can I live into that? But that's where we're at and I think for our kids it will be even more so. Yeah. Those, you know, conversations aren't taboo anymore Mm. and, you know, you look at lots of things that are, are spoken about these days that never would have, even when we were little. Yeah, true. Let alone when our parents were little, so... At, on one stage, these changes happen so fast, but on others, we're still catching up. Mm-hmm. And we are really in an in-between time. Um, you know, our generation grew up without the internet mm. and now it's everywhere. And our kids won't ever know anything different. And That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So it's interesting what you just grow up thinking about and where that leads you. But mm. look at you just following your path and your purpose and creating and It's magnificent, nothing short of. And it will be. It'll go on. Mm. I think
0: the biggest thing, too, um, I've learned over the years, but I guess in particular the last few months, is the times when I'm really scared, like, as in, holy shit, this is massive. I don't know if I can do this. I've got to put this out into the world. Like, it's really, it exposed, like, I feel very exposed. Yeah, it's vulnerable, Mm. vulnerability is usually when I'm just on that edge of another growth, another, mm. yeah, like I, that's what I try to remind myself when I feel like that, when I feel like just hiding. <laughs> it feels like a breakdown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes, 100%. So um, I think sometimes when a big thing is just about to happen, yeah. it can feel truly scary and truly overwhelming, but mm. it's just remembering that, that you know, you've got to press olive oils to get, the yeah, olive to get the olive oil and you've got to you know diamonds yeah. form under pressure and yep. wine co- is caused yep. because of the crushing of grapes and so all funny. that kind of thing so you know you can feel immense pressure but exactly. it's usually before you get yeah. the gold yeah so I love that I just had to say that that's huge yeah, even though that was a bit fumbly the way I said it, but anyway. You, <laughs> you, you get the you get the point. <laughs> absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And I think I it's taken me a while and I'm still if I'm honest discovering what pressure is good pressure and what is not. Yeah, true. Um, that is a good because point. Cuz I put pressure on myself, you know, always have done unconsciously. Mm. And that's not the good kind of pressure, but at what point is it good? Cuz you got to push yourself to put yourself out there and feel a little bit uncomfortable true. in order to to get the growth that's even more uncomfortable before it gets great. Yeah. But um, for me, I, I've learned to recognise it's when I start shoulding, I should, mm. like, too much. That's too much a big should. one. That
0: is really like, important.
1: I, I should get off the lounge and exercise because like, that's <laughs> a good should, for example, <laughs> rather than going, no, it's okay, you know, don't feel as though because I, I have a physical body that needs to move even though yeah. I don't want to. But, yeah, when you start judging yourself. Yeah, I yeah. Think. That's um, a personal thing that I have definitely learnt, that um, there's good pressure and then there's not so great pressure. Just figure out where that's coming from. Literally follow that thread back to where that is coming from and that will help you discriminate
0: good pressure or bad pressure. It's usually we put the bad stuff on ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Don't we? Yep,
1: yep, Mm. Yeah.
0: yep. Like even when... Just before, you know, we had our Blessing Circle yesterday, as I said to you all, there were some things that are still being done this week before we open officially next weekend and um, we didn't have an air conditioner Mm -hmm. yet and it was a fucking (laughs) stinking hot day. Oh, my God. We had a a ceiling fan, thank God, but I felt so bad. I was like, oh, my God, it's so hot and everyone's here. Um, Also, the kitchen sink wasn't installed yet, but we had a bathroom sink that I could get water from. still had a sink. Still had a sink. there was no door lock on the bathroom either, but you know, just just stuff like that that I was starting to really stress out about. Yeah, that would
1: bother you, and,
0: no yeah, would and you were like, "Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good." And yeah. I had to let it go. I had you to did. surrender. Like, it's not done yet. It will get done. Mm. It's not. It's not the be all and end all if I don't have a kitchen sink and a door lock on the bathroom yet. No. And everyone there couldn't have given two shits. No, (laughs) you really didn't. And even the, you know, I would have loved to have had air conditioning for you all yesterday, but even that, you were also gracious and just like, oh, that's okay.
1: (laughs) I loved how it um, forced you even more to work with the elements. So on the western side, you had the blinds pulled down, you had the windows open on the eastern side, the front door open, you had the fan going.
0: Yep. It was cool. Yeah. I literally. <laughs> I wish it was cool. <laughs>
1: it was we were a little bit sweaty afterwards more so than during. Yeah. Speaking for myself, while I was sat there, I wasn't bad at all. Yeah. There was a lot of sweaty hugging going on. <laughs>
0: it was, yeah, it was the wet
1: backs and I thought I knew mine was really
0: sweaty. People are
1: hugging me. I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I kept just saying, "I'm sorry."
0: <laughs> oh, but it was funny. It was it was good.
1: Yeah. yeah. Congratulations, Shannon and Boo and your whole family on creating that wonderful space,
0: really. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And
1: Mm.
0: we're just excited, excited it's here and ready to rock, ready to go, ready to teach clay and to get muddy with people and sit in circle and all the juicy good stuff in life. Yeah. I think we need that as a community, you know, like to be able to sit with other people and... yeah face-to-face and so cool. create. I think creativity is huge and I, I, it makes me sad when people say they're not creative. I think every single human on the planet is creative Yeah, yeah, to some degree and you can learn and you can play and that's what it's about, play.
1: That's right. I love looking at kids and you might be able to hear my youngest in the background laughing <laughs> dog. But, you know, they start out dancing and singing and painting yeah. and to them they're a painter, they're a dancer, they're a singer. It's not until they get a bit older and they're told, oh, you're not very good at that. Yeah. You're not very good at that. No, you're not a dancer. No, you're not a singer. No, you're not an artist. Yes, they are because yeah. they're painting and they're dancing and they're singing. It's only by people, other people's standards that makes it a little bit you know, different.
0: But And we'll our own judgement of ourselves yeah. as well.
1: Yeah. Mm, and it doesn't huge. take much to shut that down. We mm-hmm. look at all the times kids have painted paintings and it might take one person one time to yeah. get that's not very good and then all of a sudden it stops. Oh, it's sad. As opposed to all the times they've done it and Great fun. Yep. And that's how we're hardwired to look at the negative
0: mm. and survive.
1: Yep. That's what I mean. We're still catching up with our own emotions and being introspective and figuring out that that's just... It doesn't. That thought, someone else's thought doesn't have to be your truth.
0: Mm. Yeah. So true. Oh, gosh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we went deep today. Deep. We went deep today. Oh, do I catch up? One more little note before we finish. Mm-hmm. Um, New Year's Eve, did you come up with a word for the year? Oh, um, I did. Oh, yay. I don't even know it yet. This is a exclusive. <laughs>
1: It's been around everywhere and I heard it lots, I think, this morning
0: and I think it it might be yours. Oh, But I've
1: got two. It's sort of, they went together.
0: Okay. Well, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll
1: just say, mine was creative joy.
0: Oh, I love that. And it's so funny that that's exactly what we were just talking about. I know. And mine is joy. Yeah. So we did, yeah, yeah, we did our little ritual, um, on New Year's Eve with the Animal Kin Oracle from Sarah Wilder. This
1: is your family. This one. is
0: our family one we do every every New Year. And um yeah, I got the dolphin card, which is joy. Mm-hmm. And it's all about play and mm-hmm. finding the joy in things. And it's yeah, it's where it's at this year. That's perfect. Um, it really
1: is. I thought of another catch up thing. Sorry, my um my volume might be whipping around because the young one's getting a little bit too rowdy, so I'm texting my eldest one to quieten her down as we speak. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. My other thing that I wanted to talk about was this year. You and I are both working with Stacey Demarco. Yeah, learning from her tutelage. Yeah, how we would you are. describe that? Is how you is that how you would say it? I I say yes.
0: Yeah, so I'm excited about that. I am too, and I signed up because. It will make me show up regularly. Yeah. Yeah. And to learn. learn. more. Yes. Yeah. 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 This does too. The podcast um, is another reason I do it. I learn something new every time and when we connect with different people.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, that's the, the main reason I signed up with Stacey. It was like a, I'm going to be held accountable and have to do homework and do the things because yeah. life can get busy sometimes and you can, you know, put things off and, yeah, I'm excited.
1: I'm excited too, and I, you know, it's no secret we love Stacey. We do. I really love Stacey. I'm super excited about learning more, as you said, and um, it's protection magic
0: as mm. well. So,
1: all that that entails, and even watching her do her thing and just um, being more connected with someone like that. And she's so local, and most of them are over Zoom, but she's literally just a trip down the road. And she was so amazing with her offering at the end of last year that we both attended Mm. um yeah so super keen to get
0: started on that the first one's next week it is it is so i'm sure um we'll give everyone everyone updates Mm. as we go along because it's a a year-long course so
1: yay woohoo that's exciting yeah it is i can't think of anything else other than divine tool of the week yeah do you have one
0: Yeah. Oh, yay. I wasn't (laughs) sure if you'd have one in time. Go you. Well, it's funny. I often speak
1: about being put on the spot, but this one um, makes so much sense on a personal level. It's something I've been practicing for a little while, but I'm much more, I'm going to lean much more into a few different practices of mindfulness. So it's mindfulness is my divine tool of the week. Um, But this year, um, and most people have heard about it. In fact, I think most people are oversaturated with the word mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, and a few years ago I went on a two or three day um, learning course for mindfulness and nursing and a lot of that was about different practices you could we could do at work. Obviously I'm a nurse to really counteract some of the feelings of burnout, that type of thing, especially um, events after... After something adverse happens to you or your patient and that sort of thing, how do you be able to regroup in the moment, come back and continue on for your day, but also in your profession, how do you not take that home, mm. all of that That'd type of thing. So mindfulness, yeah, is, is a massive category. But my main things that I practice as a divine tool is the power of observation, of really returning back to the present moment. Um, within myself, where what I'm feeling and why, really looking at all of those elements, but then also practising the non-judgement that comes along with that, that for me is definitely a practice. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as I observe something that's going on within myself, my first thing that I do is judge why it's there. So when I go to the non-judgement, it's just looking at it, just witnessing it, just going, that's interesting. Yeah. If I have time, then I... I could do some self inquiry as to why that why I think that might be coming up for me mm-hmm. if I don't, that's okay as well. It's all about returning to the present moment without judgment and then moving from that space rather than getting lost in the chaos of your own thoughts, feelings, judgments, mm. and for me. You know, even recording this podcast with the kids out there and the dogs and when I'm at work, uh, my job title has changed a few times so I do tell myself all kinds of nasty stories sometimes. A lot of it goes along the lines of imposter syndrome, that type of thing, or thinking my values and my goals and what I would like to do in the role that I'm in is so far removed from what's possible or the potential's there but I don't see any momentum that type of thing really scaling all that back to this present moment what can I do why am I here and I think that's where mindfulness and my spiritual practice really meet so Mm. I then um, when I stop and I witness and observe myself I can connect to my purpose I can connect to source I can Mm. move from that place so my divine tool for this week is definitely mindfulness and not the dirty word mindfulness yeah (laughs) (laughs) because it can mean so many things but for me it's really that presence and that non-judgment and that's why it's a practice as well it's a tool that helps me move toward my greater purpose Mm -hmm. and that's a big one for me it's huge
0: yeah love it
1: (laughs) <laughs> be here now.
0: Be here now.
1: Be here now and just be kind
0: to yourself. Oh, that's a huge one. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is massive. We've, yeah, I think we can be the biggest assholes to ourselves. We can.
1: <laughs> we can. And then we can also be sometimes too compensatory to ourselves yeah. and too lenient. So, wherever you're at when you practice mindfulness you can view it for what it is and move from there choose your next steps with intention mm. but if you're just going around completely unconscious of what you're doing and why yeah that's that's why you know getting all sorts of messes yeah we don't mm. know who we are so mm-hmm. when you can just stop stop looking, and listen <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think we're nearly there. I That's think we are.
0: It's going to so, be a short catch up and it's really Oh, we've lengthened, rambled on a wee bit, <laughs> but you're all here for it and thank you and yeah, we're excited to be back. We just wanted to yeah, take this time, this episode to just touch base and yeah. catch you all up with where we're at and where the podcast is at and yeah. Yeah. the Turns Out
1: Network is at. Yeah. Speaking of which, our Patreon peeps... Thanks for the continued support. Mm. The last thing I suppose to mention in this episode is that the the current Patreon people uh, has still have access to the site. We've paused payments for December, January, February. Yes. We'll start back in March. It will be different. We were doing monthly live Q&As, but Mm -hmm. we're working on different offerings. We are. We're very
0: excited, actually.
1: Yeah. So if you love the podcast and want to support it, consider
0: joining our Patreon. The link is in the show notes attached to this episode. Yes. And thank you so much for listening again this week and joining us and being a part of our podcast coven. Yay. See you next week. Bye.